Nobody wins unless everybody wins. This is your fight. We're in this game. hockey let's do that hockey hello everybody and welcome back to line change the nhl betting podcast from the action network my name is michael lebuff and joining me as always is my friend and professional nhl better you know him on gambling twitter so many sports and so many uh we have some game sevens to look forward to but we'll start with some game sixes uh this is for friday and saturday We'll start with Rangers and Penguins. This is a game six. So three, two Penguins. They were up three, one up two nothing in uh, game five. And then as soon as Sidney Crosby got hurt, everything went, uh, went to hell for, for Pittsburgh and they lost uh, in, in an exciting game. But now Sidney Crosby looks like he might be out and not just for game six, but because it, it was a hit to the head. Uh, that's a big problem for Pittsburgh because that line had just been so dominant. The five on five numbers continue to favor Pittsburgh. But so much of it was driven by that Crosby line that you just wonder how much his loss is going to impact the team. Um, the Rangers are minus 125 on the road. Pittsburgh plus 105. The over-under six and a half. We might see Tristan Jari as well for Pittsburgh. So keep in mind, keep that in mind. What, um, how are you playing this one, if at all? And, and what are your thoughts on game six between New York and Pittsburgh? Yeah, um, obviously Crosby would be a massive loss here, especially with the way that he's been playing in this series. But we do need to look towards a possible over-adjustment as well um, in, in terms of the pricing. So there was nothing I saw in that game from Shesterkin that, uh, that made me think that he might be finding his game. Um, he still looked fatigued, and, uh, and this could still be a problem for the Rangers here. Uh, Penguins, um, they've continued to be the better team five-on-five. Five. Um, you mentioned the possibility of Jari returning. Um, even with Crosby out, I think that um, I would be leaning towards the Penguins as a as a, as a dog here. So that's the way that I would still be looking. I'm still on the Penguins, and um, that's um, that's the way that I'll be going in this game. Yeah, I'm probably with you here. We'll see where the line goes to. Like, yeah, it, it's going to move basically around 11 a.m. Eastern when we see Sidney Crosby on for an optional skate, or Mike Sullivan talks to the media at that point. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see some movement probably one way or the other. So just keep uh, keep your eye out for that. Um, and he'll also probably lean one way or another or, or let us know one way or another if, if Jari is going to be playing. The second game six on Friday night is Florida minus 185 against Washington. The Capitals are home plus 160. The over under six and a half. I thought the Panthers, um, as lucky as they have been to take this 3-2 lead, as lucky as they are to basically still be in the series. They put together a good performance, I thought, in the, in the last 45-ish minutes of uh, Game 5 and that Game 5 victory. Sergei Bobrovsky's continued to play well. Uh, so th- that's a huge, huge plus for a team that has yet to completely find its form. If your goalie can keep you in games, uh, when you have as much talent as they do, you're going to give yourself a chance. That said, I mean, you're still getting a decent number on Washington, plus 160. And, uh, you know, as we, as we said in the last episode, even though it didn't work out, the Capitals haven't really shown us any reason just to completely abandon ship. One thing to note, though, is that was Ilya Samsonov did kind of come undone a little bit uh, in goal after a couple of really strong starts for him. So it's Washington uh, for me again at home uh, in game six. 
Yeah, I, I I do agree with you, and I do struggle with this game a little bit. Um, you you really have to feel for the Caps here. They've been they've been right there, missed the MTN in game four, blew three three nothing lead in game five. You do have to treat each game as an independent event, but when things keep going wrong for you after you've put yourself in in positions to succeed, I wonder if the negativity gets into your psyche at some point. I I don't know the answer to that. I'm I'm not a psychologist, right? But what I do know is that games three and four closed plus 160-ish, um, and now we're seeing that number in game six. In terms of the side at the current number, I'll probably sit out. But of course, um, I think that we're going to see some Panthers steam again like we've been seeing. And if that number rises, um, you know I'm going to be joining you on the Caps. Um, we have seen the Panthers start to breakthrough offensively now, which um, when when they've needed to the last couple of games, maybe there's there's only so long here in the new NHL where you can grind the games against a better offensive team before you run out of time if, you do, if, if you're not able to close it out. So if the Panthers are beginning to break free here, um, I do like the over. It is heavily juiced on the six and a half, um, as it should be. But if we do see a dip, um, that's also the way that I'd be looking as well in this game. All right, uh, we'll talk about the last game on Friday night. Uh, the Calgary Flames and Dallas Stars game six. Calgary 3-2 up in the series, traveling to the Lone Star State as minus 165 road favorites. Dallas plus 140. The over-under is five and a half. We talked about the Flames in the last episode really starting to separate themselves from the Stars and, and that we probably saw the Stars' best punch yeah. uh, in games one, two, and three. And I think that bared out. I think we, we had that one right with the way that game um, game five went with, with Calgary coming back to, to win that one. The Flames, I thought, looked really impressive. And they're getting great goaltending from Jacob Markstrom. And their defense has been uh, incredibly sturdy. I think Daryl Sutter, man, he's probably just licking his lips with the way that they're playing right now. Um, I'll probably be sitting this one out. Once again, I, I don't think betting um, you know, uh, derivatives on like a blowout are, is a bad idea because you'll get good numbers. It's unlikely to happen that, that all of a sudden these two teams combined for nine goals, but you're just going to get really good numbers uh, betting that kind of an outcome because of the way that the first five games of the series have gone. So something crazy, if you want to bet like over oh, any, any of the overs, right? Five and a half, six and a half, seven and a half, eight and a half, whatever, or minus one and a half, minus two and a half uh, on either side. Like, I think that's probably the best way to, to attack this series is kind of just zag away from the narrative of which, which has, you know, been, held true throughout the first five games, which is that these games are just going to be incredibly tight. Uh, so that's how I would look at it just from a, uh, a handicapping perspective. I'm, I'm, I'm with you here on the side. Now I think that um, I think we'll see the flames uh, close it out. Uh, they've, they've taken the stars best shot, survived the stars lineup, shakeup, have overcome an outstanding goaltending performance by Jake Ottinger and gotten them, themselves into this position. Uh, they have been the better team in this series and it's starting so I guess similar to, to to the Panthers, it's it's starting to come through now as um as the series has has progressed. Um, the minus one sixty ish on the road for them right now is fair in my opinion. So so tough to get involved on, on the side. Um, like you mentioned, maybe the maybe the derivatives would be the way to go. Um, on the total, we're seeing a juiced five and a half again. I would need a dip to entertain buying here, but we also need to account for this being an an elimination game, which which does change the calculus um, on the totals a bit. Uh, one thing I was uh, looking at was um, we're assuming Calgary's going to win this series now. 
and um and i think that they would beat either um edmonton or or la um um, la would probably be a little bit of a tougher matchup for them but i think they would get through either of those teams then you're in the in in the conference finals i was looking at their stanley cup price i don't i i I don't really like them on the cup price but what but what i do like is um markstrom for con smythe um i think i saw him um 18 to 1 um he might be higher but um I'm that's the way that I'd be looking right now. I I don't have any flames futures. Um, but um they are a team that if they do get by this series, which they should, and as they start rolling here in the playoffs with a favorable matchup next round, I think that looking at Mark's room for the con smite would be would be a way to get uh Calgary futures in um if you don't if you don't have those. Yeah, um, great minds think alike. Uh, I do have a Flames future. I'll, I'll make yeah. sure to keep patting myself on the back. Uh, that I bet <laughs> I bet them before the season at forty-five to one. But I had written, wrote an article for the New York Post, which will be in uh, the New York Post on Friday morning about Conn Smythe futures, and I highlighted Markstrom, I highlighted Bobrovsky, and I highlighted Pavel Buchnevich. Um, Buchnevich only has four points right now through the first five games. I don't know what he's done in tonight's game, but I just think there's a lot more runway for him to maybe beat out his competition on St. Louis, but uh, that's besides the point. I, I agree with you whole, wholeheartedly with Marshall. I saw 16, 18 uh, to one and he's just been lights out. And it, with the way the flames play the narrative around them, if they do make it uh, to the cup final and, and win it, it's going to be, this is a team that was built on defense and built on goaltending yeah. and they have a balanced offense. So that the, the production is going to be spread around. So I'm with you hundred percent. Markstrom for Con Smythe is, is a really good bet right now. Okay, let's do it. Saturday, we have right now two confirmed game sevens, Boston and Carolina, Tampa Bay and Toronto. It looks like the Wild and Blues, barring a miracle comeback here from the Wild, that series is going to end in the Blues' favor. They're up 4-1 right now with, with, with six minutes left. Um, and Edmonton's up 2-1 on Los Angeles going uh, deep into the second period. So what we'll do is we'll talk about, because we're recording this on Thursday night, We'll we'll talk about Boston, Carolina, Tampa Bay, and Toronto, and we're also um, we'll touch on Los Angeles and Edmonton. We'll go off the closing lines from the home games in in Edmonton. So uh, let's start with Boston and Carolina. The Bruins with a resounding win at home in Game Six. Uh, they're now plus one ten on the road. Uh, Carolina minus one thirty for Game Seven. The over under here is six. The home team in this series has not only won every game, but they've done it going away. I think. I think. If you took the three games in Boston, the three games in Carolina, and, and you just watch those games in a vacuum without looking at the other games, being uh, the other three games, you'd be like, wow, the Bruins are dominating. The, if you were just looking at the Boston games, or if you watch the Carolina games, you think the same thing about the Hurricanes. And I think a lot of that has to do with you know line matching Boston, as we've talked about. They're so dependent on their top guys. But one thing that did change was Hampus Lindholm coming back and joining Charlie McAvoy, who now looks... Like he's he's fully shaken off his his bout with COVID, and I do think with those two guys and Swayman looking like he's he's totally fine uh, in goal for the Bruins that the bees here in what I have as point flip are worth a bet at plus one ten. Hundred percent with you here. I um I I give the Bruins so much credit for for getting to this point. Um, in this series, they've had to deal with injuries, COVID, losing their secondary scoring again. And just kept having to hold serve at home. Like that's like I I liken it to like a tennis match. You're you're playing against a big server who serves first in the fifth set, and you constantly have to hold serve. Like that's 
that's really tough to do. So um, the Bruins essentially have gotten this series into the tiebreaker here. And I think that um, right now in, um, in a, in a coin flip, um, which should be a coin flip game, game seven, even though Carolina has the scores indicate that Carolina has been dominant at home, but I think that the Bruins have also run into some bad luck in, 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 in the Carolina games as well. So um, I'm, I'm with you here. I'll, um, I'll be on, on Boston as a, as a nice dog price as well. One thing that um, our, our friend and my colleague Stucky uh, always highlights as we get to this time of year is, is the trend about betting unders in game sevens. They have been profitable. Like that is, uh, it's not only a, a narrative that you're going to hear that these games are tighter. Um, teams are kind of feeling each other out for the, through the first uh, portion of the game. Plus referees tend to swallow their whistles a little bit more in game seven. Um, and I think that suits the Bruins, right? That, that game seven environment, I think suits Boston uh, more than it does Carolina. Cause Carolina is a team that is, is much more all action than, than the Bruins are. The Bruins are much more methodical. They, they will keep coming at you in waves and, and they're very system based. Uh, Carolina thrives off chaos. So I think um, that also benefits Boston here and the goaltending matchup is a, is a wash, right? Like I think if you asked me before game six, I would have maybe given the edge to Ronta because of what we saw from Jeremy Swayman in, in, in game five. And you think, okay, this is a rookie goalie. How will he bounce back? And he bounced back perfectly fine. Uh, and I know that game was at home, but Swayman, uh, no concerns about Swayman. I think if you're trying to, to nitpick between him and Ronta, you're wasting your time. Uh, so you just look at the two teams, you look at the price. And I think Boston, as, as we both said, uh, is the way to go here. Okay. Here's the, here's the doozy. Uh, the lightning plus one Oh five against the Toronto Maple Leafs in Toronto minus 125. The over under here is six and a half. There's a lot of things that I think for this game, you, you can completely ignore from a handicapping perspective. And a lot of things that you, you can take stock of and use in your handicap. And I think the biggest one that the, the most important thing to me here is, is the play of Andre Vasilevsky, who I thought was really, really good in the latter stages of game six. And we hadn't really seen his, um, you know, all world status yet. I don't think of the series, but all of a sudden he started to look like he's getting his mojo back. And that's a big problem in a, in a do or die game. So like the Bruins and Kane's game, and I know we're going to disagree on this. I have this pretty much as a coin flip. Um, and I know the matchups, the, the Leafs will be able to get the, the Marner Matthews line away from the Sorelli line as much as they can so that the matchups, will will benefit Toronto. But I think Vasilevsky is enough of an edge here to have a bet on Tampa Bay. Plus 105 is probably a little short, but I don't think it's going to stay there. Yeah, we do disagree on the winner, but we don't necessarily disagree on the pricing for this game. Um, I do think Toronto will win. I've been, I've been saying that for this series, but it's not a number right now for a game seven that I would necessarily want to get involved with, um, especially if we're um, it, if we're into the minus one twenties. Because, like you, um, I do worry about Vasilevsky from from my perspective, and um, and even though uh, Toronto should should get the better line matchups as they have been in, in in their home games, I'm not sure that it's that it's enough for me to lay the minus one twenty price. Um, one thing I will say though, and I and I mentioned this to a, to a few of my friends as this series has progressed, is that this, this series uh, is really starting to remind me of that um, 2011 Canucks-Blackhawks um, first-round series. 
you know that I'm going to find a way to bring the Canucks yeah, into, in, I love it, into any Good. conversation, right? Oh, man. So it, who's, it, playing, it, who's playing Chris Campoli? Who's giving the puck away? It, it, it does remind me of that series in the sense where you had a team that, like that core, that just couldn't get over the hump. They kept running into the Blackhawks. Um, um, they, they just couldn't get there. So, um, and then we had that, like in Vancouver, um, we had that famous, uh, slaying the dragon call when, when Burrow scored in overtime, oh, yeah. those are great memories. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it, it does remind me a little bit of that. Um, at some point you would think that the collection of talent here in these coin flip games, you would think at some point it goes in their favor, right? Um, Maybe it doesn't, and 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 that's and that's what sucks about sports sometimes. Like I always cheer for for guys to get their rings as opposed to um, great players who never get their rings, and that that's just the way I am. So um, I I think that um, I've I've always felt in this series that the Leafs um, would be able to slay the dragon, and I think that just like the Canucks in 2011 um, at home, I think that the Leafs uh, get it done, but betting on it is a lot different than what I think is going to happen in the game. One thing that the Leafs do have going in their favor uh, is that they, the game five performance at home where they fell behind um, and came back to earn a, a win in, in a crazy game was something that I think they built on again in game six, right? They fell behind two nothing again and came back. So this is a team that, you know, even if, if they do start slowly or they're a little tepid out of the gates, maybe the lightning get off to a one, nothing start or, you know, it's zero, zero, but they're, they have their backs against the wall. Um, this is a team that, that has shown the mental fortitude to, to, to scrap back um, and erase leads. Uh, I mean, I think, look, it's a game seven. And so it's, it's a coin flip. It's a one game sample. So you can go right ahead and handicap this thing as much as you want. But I do think that, uh, you know, you, there's going to be so many people who, who are saying kind of stuff like you're saying, right. Lee, you know, that this is the collection of talent is, is going to finally galvanize to get them that they need to just win this one game. Um, you know, this is a team that had like what, 116 points over the regular season. Um, and that's just not going to matter at all if they lose. Right. But you're saying that the 116 point team, whatever they were, uh, they just need to win a game, which is not that big a deal. And, and they, they have the talent to, to do it and then, and then mm-hmm. run. And then you're going to have the other camp, which is saying, you know, that this team is just it's this core. They just don't have the killer instinct or whatever. So no matter what, like you're going to have people on both shoulders saying s- stuff like that. And it just truly doesn't matter. What matters is who's going to be Chris Campoli, right? Like who's going to turn that puck over yeah. in his own zone to, 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 to lead to the Alexander Burroughs goal. Um, and that, that's probably what this game will come down to. So it's, it's fascinating um, for anyone listening from Toronto, you know, we, um, Best of luck, man. That's that's not going to be a fun. It's not going to be a fun forty-eight hours. I would say enjoy Friday, right? Like you enjoy tomorrow. Don't think about it um, because Saturday is going to be terrible. But if they do win, the relief you're going to feel, um, and then as you after you win that game, as you get into the Stanley Cup final, which 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 will happen if you win Game Seven, <laughs> I think that it's going to be uh, it's it's going to be something special. Oh no, can't have that. Um, <laughs> As many as they want after John Tavares leaves, but as many as they want. Um, all right, let's talk about Kings and Oilers. Like I said, they're playing right now. Edmonton's up 2-1 going into the third period. Um, so this is assuming Edmonton wins. For game five in Edmonton, this uh, game closed plus 190 for Los Angeles, minus 230 
for Edmonton, I think at those numbers, it's it's an easy pass for me. I would lean towards Los Angeles on the game line at, at that because we've seen Edmonton just does not look like the team we thought they were in this in this series. However, like they're getting what they need from from the goaltending. So if the good Edmonton Oilers show up, like they shouldn't have a problem because Mike Smith has been good. So um, it's likely going to be a pass for me. But like I said, I, I would lean towards the big number on on L.A. This is a, this is going to be another tough one here because um, obviously I am I, I am a higher on the Oilers, but I've also been impressed with the way that Los Angeles has played the Oilers in this series. Um, they've been going toe to toe, and they've really tried to expose the um, the uh, Oilers back end, and they've and they've done a good job at that for the for the for the most part. Um, I do think the Oilers would win a game seven, but very similar to the Leafs a series. It's a lot different betting on that to happen, especially at the uh, at at the price that we'd be forced to lay. So, if you're talking from a betting perspective, um, I'm closer to the Kings with the with the value in a series that I do think that um, or they they've already made it a coin flip. And like in a in a game seven, um, you do want to, um, for the most part, take that take that big dog if you do think that um, that that it's going to be a coin flip. So I. I waver a bit here. I think Oilers win, but I don't think that that's a that's a game that I'd want to lay, lay lay the juice on. All right. Uh, with that, we'll move on to top shelf bets. Our favorite bets for Friday and Saturday games sixes and sevens. Top shelf where Mama hides the cookies. Coming your way. Uh, I'll let you go first. What is your favorite bet on the board right now? Uh, my favorite bet is going to be the Penguins. Um, I I will be on them. I should get a I should get plus plus money on it when um when Crosby is confirmed out it'll adjust a bit so um that's something that I do want to jump on once once that adjusts and then of course um like you mentioned earlier we do need to keep uh keep an eye on um on a Tristan Jari as well because if he is if he is in then that number is going to come back down so um it'll be it it'll be an interesting morning skate for me I'm going to back the Boston Bruins in game 7 on Saturday night in Carolina Plus 110 right now. It's quite simply, this is a game that I view as a coin flip. In fact, I'd maybe give the edge a little bit to Boston. So getting plus 110 on the Bruins, a team that has looked you know, full value in their three wins over Carolina and maybe a little bit unlucky uh, in a couple of the results that have gone against them. Uh, I'll take the number. Uh, this is a team that I just believe in. We've been bullish on them for months now. We've, we've got our Stanley Cup futures on them. We have our series price on them. I'm not jumping off the ship. For game seven, get out of here. Are you crazy? Plus 110 on Boston. That's my favorite bet for Friday and Saturday, game sixes and sevens. And with that, uh, we wrap up another episode of Line Change. We wish you the best of luck with all your bets this weekend. And we'll see you again on Monday morning where we'll be able to preview all the round two series. <laughs>